you're on the couch, tripping with Dr. P. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. What's up, you guys? Uh, you got to excuse my voice this morning. So I, uh, I coach football and uh, we're starting our preseason training. And so, uh, you know, got to get them out, got to get them going, got to get them going. So my voice is shot, but <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm still on here anyway. So I'm looking to have some great early morning conversation. Good morning, good morning, good morning. I am Dr. Pete. You are on the couch tripping with Dr. Pete. We're going to be talking about a little bit of everything as we always do. But one of the things I just wanted to lead with is I just I just love the minds of the, of my friends here on stereo. You guys here in the audience, you leave me these bubbles and um, they're great. They're great. Let's have some real good conversation this morning. I'm down for it. I don't really give a shit where it goes. I just uh, I want to be with you. You know what I mean? Uh, let's do it. I'm catching you right if I walk into her and stop praying. Your day is dope as always. Continue to be the greatest you. And yeah, I miss you, Dr. B. What up, though? Hey, what's up, lady? Hey, she's hanging out. It's good to have you. It's good to have you. Look at you early in the morning hanging out. Uh, yeah. Oh, and who is this? Good morning, bro. Yo, Dr. P, my friend, man. What are you doing? Yo, you know, I did a show last night on alpha males, uh, alpha male, the, the breakdown of the alpha male narrative. But we kind of talked about this notion that there's it's not it, the, the misnomer. The misunderstanding is that the beta is associated with this quote, uh, quote, simp. And so people become very kind of uh, defensive if you if you think like and first of all, not everybody can be a fucking alpha. Right. But but, uh, you know, there there's this other thing that's not it's not alpha versus beta. It's alpha, and then the complete opposite side of the spectrum would be the omega, and and people. I think people really no one talks about it in popular media, uh, but that's really what the the science kind of break down and, and you know in the kind of the wolf observation, animal observation. That's what it was. So this omega is the one that really just has the least social confidence and will do mostly pleasing to get along. Like they'll really kind of you know uh, kind of defer and and be kind of submissive in their energy, and that that's really. Um, that's the kind of one that is le- lacking confidence. Whereas the beta is a male that is effective, but more collaborative. He works like the second hand to the alpha. And so you get a guy like me and Rocksteady, there's two alphas. There's no question about it. You look at Rocksteady on his fucking show. <laughs> He's like a fucking rock star. <laughs> He's got his chains on. He's got his beard cooking. Yo, man, I'm like, yo, hey, listen. So, so when we start doing our shows and we're streaming, just under fucking stand, I'm coming in dressed, I'm coming in good looking, haircut. I'm not fucking around with you, Roxanne. You're not gonna make me look like shit. <laughs> I think that'll be hard to do to make you look like shit, Dr. Pete. But no, that's a good. It's a good point that you raised there, man. Before is that becoming an alpha male? I used to have a show with Elvis a long time ago, the Alpha Male Show. Uh, this is when we first started on stereo. It must have been about 12 months ago, from even a little over 12 months ago from now. But throwing that question to you, what do you think it, what do you think some of the traits or what it takes to be an alpha male? Okay. This day yeah. and age. I mean, let, we could talk about it for sure. I mean, today's alpha male, you know what I mean? 
uh, is it, is it, you know, is, is there some difference? Is it the old alpha and, and today's alpha a different thing? And I, and I, I, I do think it is. I think that what it takes to be an alpha male today is, is very different. The environment, um, the, it, it demands a lot more strategy. Um, you know, the notion of just being kind of aggressive or uh, dominant and, and, and kind of plowing forward and kind of this old, you know, this, the arrogance of the old alpha, I think it's largely ineffective. I mean, what do you think, Rocksteady? We're going to talk about it. I mean, we'll, we'll get into it, but I, mean, I want to know what you think. I, I don't. I didn't know that you talked about it before. So if you if you did and we and you went right into it, we can we can skim over this real quick. But um, I tend to totally agree with you on that. I think that um, the alpha male back in the day, quotation marks, is that right. uh, it was that it was that dominant, aggressive, uh, bitch get in the kitchen type of a man. Right? That was like <laughs> he's an alpha male. You know, that's what it was like. Like knuckles right. dragging on the floor with five o'clock shadow. <laughs> this day and age, I think it's it's much more. Bitch, get in the kitchen. That's what we're calling. That's the old alpha. <laughs> I, I, I think that's that's the way they used to display it back in you know, like d- decades ago. Decades ago, no, like the, w- the woman never had a you know a, a, a voice back then, and they do now, which is a great thing, by the way. I must say, it's it's, it's no, not no, that no. I agree with what, what went, went back on, but you know, generations from my grandfather, great grandfather, the stories I used to hear about my great grandfather, oh, how yeah. he used to like beat my great-grandmother i never met them yeah. you know it was before i was born but i'm like shit they used to treat them like that everywhere back in that day at least right. in europe you know where we were from and i'm, I'm just gobsmacked but that was an alpha male there was no right. cucks around back then right but this day and age there are a lot of cucks around too however i still think that if you can display um what's the word i'm looking for here i i i guess humility not so much humility uh yes. Yeah, think about it for a second. Yeah, so we we'll think about it. Yeah, we're, we're, we're talking. So we're, we're again. So we're talking about this notion of, uh, you know, alpha masculinity. Kind of like, you know, what does it look like today? You know, and and uh, and and I, I think today uh, there is, you know, in some ways, a man has to be a, a lot more sensitive. Uh, there's is a demand for like. So I look at it like this, and this is how I summed it up yesterday. You know, it's kind of like uh, our, our, we we the old notion of masculinity that is uh, not tempered. It needs to be tempered by femininity. These energies are not um, mutually exclusive, but they should be connected. So, in other words, a real a today's man must also be in touch with the part of himself that's compassionate. And you know, and sensitive, uh, and lo- you know, strong, empathetic, empathetic, right? So, in in his ability to love, which is important. So, these are characteristics that are traditionally considered feminine. And so, I think today's alpha must have that part. But here's the thing, right? So, while he's in connected to his emotions, able to cry. I believe that I, I I I tear and cry often, and not like you know excessively. But anytime it's relevant, I I especially I push to make allow myself to feel the emotion rather than pushing it down, um, because that's the difference, right? So it's like you've got to be able to know your emotions, feel them, but also have a certain level of control. Not not you know in certain moments when you're it's time for you to be strong, it's not time for you to be in contact with your emotions. That's, I think, the the major difference uh, to be able to work with fears uh, differently. So just because you can feel sadness or you can feel the gravity of a moment and actually feel your emotions in that moment, 
that doesn't mean that. And I, I think that still the alpha must walk with a certain level of courage when it comes to fear. Like there's a certain way that you've got to approach fatigue. That's another thing. That's like a real alpha thing is like fuck tired. Right. Like that's that's a part of the fucking program. Right. Like so you have an orientation towards this shit that creates for grit. Uh, you know, persistence, ability to, to act in the face of your fears is courage. The ability to act in the face of your fatigue, that's grit. Do you, you get what I'm saying? I'm, I, do, I do. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and I think that um, these are important factors to have to, to be an alpha, an alpha male in this day and age, right? And what it seems to be lacking is in these newer generations, these snowflakes that are coming through, they're not really being built resilient somehow. They're lacking resilience in, in the world. And this is this is really what's making them look like, or we cannot become alpha males. I think that to be an alpha male, you have to be that stand-up guy. There's nothing wrong, like with, there's there's, there's some red pillars on here, on this, on this particular platform that uh, we'll talk about really suppressing women to dominate them in the way that they want to. And they say it's all stemmed from, uh, the cave, the, the caveman days, how we're all hardwired this way psychologically, and all this bullshit. Right now, sure, there's a certain, there's a certain fact that we are hardwired a certain way. But what they're not taking into consideration is the current cultures of what, of the way that we are this day, and how women now have a voice that they never had before. Right. So yeah. the the playing fields are coming up where it's much more, much more fair for women now than it used to be 40, 50, 60 years ago, and so they're becoming more independent. And these red pillars are trying to suppress that from a woman, yeah, which is... I think that's bullshit. And, and I think there's there's a thing, yeah. dynamic that is going on where I think um, because women are fighting against oppression, the, the pendulum is swinging towards uh, misandry or, you know, hatred of men, right? Because you have those guys who are trying to still kind of hold them down. And that's not all, us as a whole. And I think the strongest of men, that would be considered you know that would be a faux pas almost like it wouldn't be that's not that's not a, a, an honorable man to, to oppress oppress a woman and a real confident man if you're truly confident and that would be confidence is a major kind of characteristic of the alpha if you're truly confident you you look at your partner as a partner and as and and re, if you're right-minded you look at her as a leader Really, um, I, you know, I, I kind of say to my partner and I've said to her, yeah, I want you to be submissive to me. And she goes, you know, at first she's like, I, what you? I said, yeah, because I want to be submissive to you. I want to submit sure. to you. I, I think that's what a good marriage, uh, good partnership it has, uh, you know. And so this 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 is I don't think men like men, men are caught in that because that's ego shit. I think that's that's weak ego shit. I mean, yeah, what do you? It's it's fearful. They're scared, right? And they hide behind this. They hide behind this big ego as though they're tough, but they're actually weak. That they have to actually find people that are weaker than them yeah. to suppress. I've had a conversation with. I don't want to name him in here because I actually get along with the guy, but but I don't believe in all I the things I he do. believes in. Sure. Yeah, you must know. Yeah. And well, I had a I, conversation I had a with him. Thick. I feel like, and I'm gonna be honest with you. This is not me talking shit. You you've listened to a lot of my shows. You know I don't talk shit like that. I gotta that's be right honest up. with you. And, and we're just gonna talk for a second. We're not naming any names, but that's the type of guy. Let's let's talk for a second, Rock. All right, this is me and you. We're we're, we're guy talking here for a second. Don't you feel like you'd fuck him up if you had to? Like, be, let's be honest. Let's let's just talk. Am I? You know what I'm talking about? Like like yeah. he's not a dude that like like among men. 
he he's not fucking pulling any rank. He's not. A, I don't even feel like he's an alpha. To be kind, to be honest, like gorilla silverback to silverback. I don't think he's. I don't think he's in, bro. So here's my here's my outlook on that. Right, he's he's still young, and for yes. a young kid, he's. <laughs> He's a go get him business wise. Yes. He's go get him. Good, good for you, kid. Right? Yeah. That's good. And I had this conversation with him um, uh, a while so back on Fireside, funny. and I said to him, "Man, I've still got, I've still got almost fifteen years on you, and the way you're thinking is really oh. like a kid in his twenties, man. And when you get Come older, on, you realize man. and understand that it doesn't work that way. Uh, you know, you, you'll change. He, he, he's still set on his ways, right? The thing yeah. is, he, he, sh- he shows me respect. I mean, that's good. And you, you got to. I mean, and that's, a, that's a big thing too, right? Is that he gets yeah. it. He gets it, right? And, yeah. but a lot of things, and this is a struggle of mine because I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm able to be big on stereo because I'm actually big in life. You know what I'm saying? And I think some sure. people, right? They actually, they're only internet big. I, I'm concerned about that. I, and I hear that a lot of times. I don't trust it. I don't buy that that's how you talk to women. I don't, be, no, I don't no. believe No, no. His ideology is, is, is dangerous. It's yeah. dangerous for the men that are following it. The, the men that it targets is, is they're, they're all weak because they're all seeking something that they can't find. So they're easy targets to exactly believe right. in this thing. This is the problem. And I it's take great issue with that, Rock. I take great issue with that because Me too. I feel like men, it's, 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 it's a men's obligation to, to make great men. That's the that's another obli- that's another obligation of great men is to yes. is really hold men accountable to right standard. And these motherfuckers. And so, like when I hear him, I just want to I want to be like, yo, man, shut the fuck up. I mean, I'm just talking straight to you. I'm like, yo, what are you talking oh. about? You sound like you sound like I'm gonna tell you straight up. And then he, you know, he's a little arrogant with the shit. I'm just talking, right? I'm just gonna just keep it straight. And, and sure. when I hear him talk, and you know, that's not my style. So I'm never that way. Like, I don't talk like, even if I want to talk like that, that's not how I talk. But I'm just telling <laughs> you what's going on at the core of me. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> right? Yeah, so that, that's right. Of, there's a part of me that has a feeling like, yo, you clearly, you, it seems like you've been, you've, you've been so hurt, so broken <laughs> that, and, yeah. and you, and you want to deny that. No, that's not what it is. But for you, you have clear hatred towards women. Clear. Sure. And whenever women come up, yeah, it, it's clear. It's not. And so, if you can't see it, that just is an even greater, uh, you know, part of your pathology, right? That that yeah. you know. And so, what you're trying to create is is other men. You're trying to pass on your pain so other men follow that form. And I think it's fucking pitiful. I really do. I take great issue with it because that's the type of shit that has these women bugging the fuck out. Women are bugging. A- the fuck absolutely. Out. I've witnessed what happened with him with a woman he was sleeping with who actually was on about a week ago on on stereo and she'd had enough of the relationship that had been going on and I was quite surprised to see she vented it out and long 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 story short she was on for a few hours right last like put him on blast man uh now the the, the poor this poor woman who was extremely intelligent by the way um hadn't had that message reiterated to her rather tried she was she was trying he was trying to suppress her right until the point where she really figured out all this red pill shit i mean she was clever man she broke it right the fuck down good and put it right out there it was it was amazing i actually messaged her and said good for you i'm so glad like you you are you have got substance because i had a conversation with this gentleman uh a while ago and said all the women that all the women that you're pulling under this regime under this like hypnotism um, have got no substance. They're just boring 
as who batshit. Who wants that? Who wants who that? Exactly. Wants Where's that? the stimulation? And what you're doing <laughs> lacks integrity. Like, yeah. you, the, the difference between you and I is that if I want to sleep around with a woman, right, and which I have done in the past, is I've been open about it from the start and Absolutely. they can do what they want to do. Absolutely. And if feelings form, then we go for it. And if it doesn't, then we end it. And I've always been friends with all my exes and the people that I've slept with before because I've been an open book. Whereas the other way around, on the other foot, uh, it seems like there's all just demands and it's all their way and not the other person's way. And if it doesn't go their way, they fucking hit the road, they crack the shits and it's really turning women away and it's not the way to do it. It's weak. You know, you know, I, I've had that point in my 20s, man. I think it's a part of your development. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. I've point in my 20s when I was, you know, I it, I was good looking back in the day, Rock. Like I was. You're I good was, looking now, Dr. Pete. Well, no, good thanks. now, brother. I mean, but I'm like, I'm fucking way overweight. I got, I'm struggling working on the weight thing. But, you know, I'm talking about, I'm good looking and I'm in my older age, but I'm talking about I was young, good looking. You know what I mean? Like, like where I stepped in the room <laughs> and it was like. The room was mine type of thing right so and i actually modeled when i was in new york like i was I, I was i was walking down the street coming from the gym i had no shirt on fucking no shirt on rock no shirt on. <laughs> i'm walking down the street in new york with my shirt tucked into my pants coming from the gym and i fucking got my bag on my shoulder and i'm fucking walking down the block like in a nice glisten sweat just coming from a workout and this uh <laughs> these, these 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 folks come up to me and they're like hey listen we'd like you to model uh for our magazine uh, we like we're doing a show a shoot about uh, the the boroughs. So I was Mr. Harlem, but I never got into the magazine. It was Vibe Magazine, Vibe Magazine. You fucking that's like huge. <laughs> and, and so, so so that's how good looking I was. And even then, no matter how good looking you are, you're still struggling like to kind of want to be better. To, there's points in your thing that you're kind of focused on. You're, you're you're focused on your limitations. So even then, I still was kind of in this place where you know um, I you know I felt good about myself, but it was kind of still proving to myself that I'm dope. And I had my heart broken. This woman kind of. You know, that's my, I was in a long-term relationship. I always believed in love, was always, you know, kind of a relationship guy. And this woman broke my heart. And when she broke my heart, I I started fucking wilding. Like I started, I started date. I mean, in one at one point, I had I had uh, uh, you know slept with three different women in one day, just because I it, and I was like, and there was a place where it was just acquisition after acquisition. You know what I mean? It was like I'd meet them, bag them have sex with him and it was just at a point i just woke up and i was like i'm fucking lost there's not this is empty as shit yeah. there's no more love i don't feel the love i don't feel that connectedness I, and and so you wake up and you say you know what what are you doing at a point and and i realized i was trying to repair my broken self-esteem i was trying to repair my broken heart that woman had had made me believe i didn't have worth or value and so now I was looking for it. And, and, and I realized when you don't have love, you're kind of looking for the, the, like every time a woman chooses you, she affirms you. She says, you're worthy, but it's not enough if you don't believe it's enough. So that her choosing you is not the thing. You're like, okay, so where's the next woman who can choose me, affirm me and tell me I'm enough. And it's not just about sex people have that all fucked up and i talk about this all the time like people try to oversimplify male psychology it, it, it is not just about putting your penis in vagina that's not the case because it, it doesn't even matter if the vagina is no good like if the, if the sex is bad it's another one that you've gotten 
that has chosen to give you herself. And that is affirming. That's it. Finish. That's it, brother. That is exactly it. And like yeah. everything you just said, I went through the same shit. I went through exactly the same shit in my 20s, right? And in fact, it was the year that I hit 30 where I really woke up and thought, I'm over this shit, right? So right. it was it was about the game. It was about, it was, it, it, I, I guess it evolves, right? It evolves from a point where you start to, um, you know, you start to get confidence in yourself. You're able to start to pick up women and you start to think, hey, I, I can win this one over. It's almost like a challenge, right? And, and, right. and what's attached to that challenge is the end game is, the sex so yeah. once you get that sex it's like it, it, it does become a game you lose sight of what the hell is really going on to the point where it is so empty and i was doing the same thing i was triple dipping dr Pete in the day so let's high five yeah. there from back then but <laughs> you are younger selves <laughs> oh brother and, and and you're right when i said i try to fill the void <laughs> triple dipped man i've done that several times brother <laughs> <laughs> so, so if because we're avatars, we would be chest bumping in real life if we were yeah. uh, in front of each other, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> but to fill that void, I was engaged to a woman uh, in, when I was 26 years old, 26, 26, yeah. And and we broke up kind of suddenly after, not too long after we actually got engaged. I was with her for two years, and I was so hurt then that I yeah. didn't know what to do, and I didn't want to be with. You know, a woman for a long time right. until that point where I did, and then I went on a fucking rampage, man. I think it was like in nine months, I was with like forty-five different girls. Yeah, um, that's it. just that's going it. on a rampage. That was filling that void until you realize it's so empty, it's, it's so empty. pointless. It's like I, I just wanted to stop doing it, man. When I hit about thirty, I kind of gave up, just even wanting to go and pick up women. I didn't want, I just didn't want to be around it. I just wanted to just chill. Yeah, and it was yeah. from not long, maybe a year, a year and a half into that is where I met my wife. Right. When I wasn't looking for anything, I was chilled. Uh, yeah. When I, I was looking for something so much I couldn't find before, and going through all these women to get to it, realizing it was just a dead end. Yeah, to actually putting the game down, yeah. and the real stuff hits you in the face because you open well, yourself you, up. You change because you change yeah. in that time when you retreat to the cave. Your, your perspective shifts in a way where you turn inward. This is different for women, I think. I, and I don't know this. I'm just thinking out loud. So please, nobody like, this is not like me. But because I think right now in our society, it seems like it's set up where women are fighting more for the commitment, right? And so um, I think it takes men to become reflective and to kind of like raise themselves, kind of turn inward, get silent, mature a bit. Um, and, and and I think in, that's what happens when they retreat to the cave is they mature a bit and then they're in the same kind of value structure. Like, and so what you're looking for, you, you, you kind of start to have a different standard for what you want to invite into your life. Um, I had that happen. Let me, I didn't do that when I was in my twenties. What I did was something a little bit different. I, I got so scared by this, by the person that I was being, I just told myself, and this was, I don't know, I don't know if this is right or wrong, but I just told myself the next one that I feel uh, strongly about, I'm marrying. And that's what I did. I, I, and I, and I rushed it. I, in within six months I was engaged, uh, which is it, it. And again, that was purely kind of swinging the pendulum, like just, just, just trying to fucking figure it out. Like how, how okay, old were you then, Dr. Page? 28, 28, yep. 29. Yep. Right. Sure. So like, I'm, I'm like, I'm like scared to death of losing myself and, and, you know, had this uh, stalker, uh, this woman, she stalked me. And that was really a part of the wake up too, because I started to realize 
like what what are you like who are you what are you doing like you're hurting women uh and and i i i guess i feel like any man who doesn't have that realization moment that he's not being a good man and and doesn't check himself on that like you know like you're out here just running through women crushing them betray like there's something up if yeah. you know it's one thing when you kind of can get away with it you know you're dating everybody you're telling everybody I'm dating you're having a good time but then when you find yourself in a position where you've actually hurt someone and you're aware of it and you do it anyway you got fucking deep problems so for me so, that was enough i didn't need i didn't need i didn't need to hurt her and then go ahead and hurt another person no i was like ah that's not that's just, this is not fucking me i'm i'm a better man than this mm-hmm. I, I, i i don't know if that makes sense to you but oh I, I man think, it makes yeah. total sense yeah. yeah yeah let's pop some bubbles what do you think right let's do it brother let's do it all right lefty lows oh man dr pete you're on to something so i work with an old school alpha good old boy as we like to call him and uh it's so funny because we're both in leadership roles but our roles are so different in the way that we lead i'm a very collaborative empathetic open door leader and it's very effective versus He's got to be in control and constantly telling you what you're doing wrong. Yeah. And just the difference in the way that our leadership is effective. I mean, he's a good leader, but uh, his people fear him versus my people feel like they can come to me. And I feel like the latter of the two is so much oh, more important. So much. Um, but we got to remember that aggression stems from self-esteem issues, from fear. Aggression is a secondary emotion. Yeah. That's really good. She's right and right and Fantastic. right. She's right and right and right. Aggression uh, <laughs> is a secondary moment. It, it is yeah, anger and aggression are typically ways. Uh, when she says secondary emotion, she means uh, underlying those emotions are typically fear or sadness. Uh, so people, uh, when they feel sad, anger is is the, is is a much uh, easier emotion to experience. Uh, sa- sadness makes you feel weak and powerless, whereas anger makes you feel powerful and it and it also pushes people back from you given your weakened state it's a very common defense mechanism fear same thing right so if you feel very scared of a thing anger says i will flare up and feel powerful where i'm actually feeling very weak and potentially vulnerable and and compromised you you get how this is how this kind of pairs well so she's right on thank you for breaking that down yeah. thank you for breaking that down because people say that anger stems from fear i'll try to break that down in my mind but the the anger also stemming from sadness i can now understand from the moment you said that then a lot of people who experience these um, emotions of depression ain't still snap and get angry there you go uh, that's where it's that's where it's coming from there you, you know go. places like that yeah. yeah and and so you look at look at homicidality it is the outward vent of pain versus homicide uh, suicidality which is the turning inward so uh, homicidality is turning outward uh, with the pain the same pain though they're extremely sad mm. people um, and it actually well, this was a major lesson for me if you can look at um and whenever you deal with somebody who's bothering you you don't like them it, the source of compassion is to seek out and look for their pain when you look for their pain you'll usually see it and now you will no longer react to the anger 
It's amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Stay with me just for one second. Let me just explain sure. that well. Because I had an old therapist, my old therapist who passed away recently. Uh, he's a supervisor. He wasn't a therapist. He was my supervisor when I was first learning therapy. I had this patient come in when I was uh, in the clinics. And this is, I'm a young, you know, young doctor in training, right? You know, I'm at Columbia. And this fucking guy comes in and he's like a little crazy. And nobody else in the clinic could really handle him, right? These are all students, students, right? Student doctors. And so nobody else can handle him. So some, so they came to me because I was pretty good with patients. And, but I was kind of scared of this guy because he fucking become like really angry during his sessions. And like, I almost felt like I was gonna have to punch him in his mouth, which was crazy. I was talking to my supervisor, like, like, I don't know about this fucking guy. I, don't, I feel like he's, he, he kind of scares me a little bit. And he was like, the fear that you're feeling is the fear that he's feeling. That's what mm. is going on within him, right? And so he's, sure. he's he's projecting out this anger and this rage. But if you can look past the anger and see the sadness, and you talk only to the sadness, it'll change everything. And this, of course, these are extremely. This is one of the greatest lessons I've ever had as a therapist wow. and as a human. And I did it. And when I did it, this guy melted. He just started crying. Like I, he would yell at me, but he wasn't yelling at me. He was yelling at me about his mother and his relationships and his rejection. And when he would, he would yell at me like, oh, oh, and I would speak to the sadness and I no longer feared him. I felt sorry for him. Like I, I really saw him. We connected differently. And let me tell you, I moved that guy. He, he did great work from that forward. And, and, and so did I, I mean, it was, and so, but it, it, for you guys, for anybody who's listening, when you see someone who's angry, connect to their sadness and it will deflate their anger it's amazing and it gives you power of compassion you don't have to fear them because that's what happens with an angry see like and even if you tell your partner um you say babe you don't you know you don't have to yell you don't have to tell me just tell me how you're hurt or let me see how you're hurt because here's the thing right when 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 and now i'm going to give you this women particularly uh sisters out here who are, who can be kind of considered angry you're not angry you're in pain. You've been traumatized. You've been hurt. You've been run through. You're fucking miserable with, with what has gone on in the state of relationships. And so what people are calling anger is just a defensive reaction and a survival mechanism. Check this out now. What I'm telling you, though, is when you find a good man, you don't have to use anger. Because with a good man, if you expose your pain, a chivalrous, right, honorable man, will no longer want to hurt you his compassion will be evoked and he'll move into a position of the hero he'll want to save you he now i'm not saying play damsel it, it, it sounds like i'm saying that but what i'm saying is if you think you evoke a better man by being angry with him you will not because he will respond to your anger in kind and you will level up into a space that you probably don't want to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with with that man am i making any sense here rock you're making so much sense that if if you as the listeners are not fucking taking notes and writing this magical shit down, this is like such a powerful thing that you're saying in life in general that that I could have used so many times in the last so many years and for the years to come. I think this is just the, the most fantastic bit of information I've heard in a long time, cool. Dr. Pete. Thank you so Good. much, man. That's that's fantastic. It really is golden. Big. It oh. really is a thing. And so if you, instead of telling, this is what you do, instead of telling uh, your partner, and this is men or woman, right? Just instead of telling your partner, you piss me off, right? Like I'm fucking pissed. Like, you know, I'm really hurt here. I'm lonely here. I'm sad here. 
when you come from that space, it should, it should have them join you. Because when you come from the angry space, you're, the very thing that anger does is push them away. And then you're left even more sad and alone. And the loop gets created. It, it's like a, a negative biofeedback mechanism. It doesn't, it works, it spirals downward. It pushes, creates more distance between you. It's just ineffective. Anyway, so let's pop some of these bubbles and see what's going let's on. Let's do it. Yeah, yo, it's good to hang out with you. I'm Dr. Pick. This is Rock Steady. Uh, we're just talking a little bit about everything. So hold, hold on, because uh, I, I think we were talking about the alpha man. But, you know, we were talking about that. Would you call a triple, wait, would you call a triple decker? Triple dip. Triple, triple dip. <laughs> I definitely agree with you, Dr. P, about what the the new alpha male should be um and i think that the defining line between an alpha male and tos toxic masculinity is um not pushing those emotions down and expressing them in a healthy way um and being able to communicate them um uh, i feel like the toxic male isn't taught properly um that you can be an alpha and still express your emotions and still be empathetic to other people's emotions. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, she, well said. And thanks for the comment. You know, it, it's so, it's so interesting. Rock, you tell me what you think to me and maybe because I'm getting old too, but it, it just kind of feels like you can, the, 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 it's apparent the insecurity in some of these men. Like if you can't cry, to me, you you look weaker. To me, like if you if you if you gotta repress, like if you're in a sad moment where where emotion is warranted, and you don't and you and you're joking and laughing. To me, it seems like it takes the greatest strength to be vulnerable enough to actually access those emotions. To me, you, you, from my perspective, I'm looking at you like, you know, I I almost would have greater respect for you as a man if you can feel in this moment that that sure. demands uh, that warrants uh you know being in tune with uh I, 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 yeah why? i'm trying to think of another way to put that for you right and is is uh is when uh, i remember so i put on a pink shirt a pink polo shirt one time to wear and someone's like oh what wearing pink what are you gay and i'm like no i'm man enough to not worry about having to yeah. feel gay by wearing a pink shirt yeah. right like are you are you to, to worry about that stuff there's nothing wrong with being gay yeah, right yeah. like yeah. I'm the type of I'm the type of guy that will happily hug a gay friend. That's yeah. no problem. But yeah. some guys get freaked at that, and that's they're the ones that are questionable a little bit in themselves. Like, what there are you scared? You of? What are you worrying about? There like, you, you know, go. If you're scared, if you're homophobic, you're struggling with some part of you that is insecure about your sexuality. That's just the reality. I, I, I agree I with that. Yeah. Love, I have gay patients who I love them. Go to their, you know, like I, I go to birthday party, whatever it is. I love, I, I, you can't, if you're fearful of, of connecting to that person, that means you're not confident in your lane, bro. Sure. <laughs> like what's sure, going man. on? Your, your <laughs> orientation does mean none. <laughs> like it has nothing to do with me. None of my best, <laughs> you know, like this. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're we're popping these bubbles. I, I'll tell you, uh, uh, right, steady. I you know I had uh, this is uh, I don't know if you if you you know Drake. You know Drake, of course. Yeah, I know Drake. Yeah, Drake is known out the world throughout the world. So so Drake has this video uh, uh, that where he goes, um, he he's in this pink jacket and he's crying, 
right? Um, it, and he's just, the name of the video, something like crying. I, I got to get the name of the exact name of the video. So in the video, though, he's crying. And his boy walks up to him. And his boy's faces, though, are priceless. His boy goes up to him. He's like, yo, what's what's going on, yo? He's like, he's like, oh, and Drake's just crying. He's like, you know, it's just been a hard year, man. You know what I'm saying? He's like, I'm just going through it, you know, like an emotional warrior, you know? Like, and the guy's like, wait, what? And he's like, you know, but it's so funny because that is, I mean, that's how we are among men, right? Like, and then his sure. boy's like, come on, man. He's, and then Drake's like, yo, you got a tissue? He's like, a tissue? He's like, nah, nigga, a tissue? What would I be doing? It's just so funny. <laughs> good if you gotta see it uh it's it's the funniest shit but it just reminds me of of I, I that's what i love about drake is that he's strong enough of a man to put himself in these positions where he's like you know i can laugh at myself i don't take myself sure. that serious but i also can express you know I, I know what you're thinking when you watch me cry and you know this is you know it's the it's 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 uh it's just a beautiful thing man i i like that <laughs> i got a man crush on on rocksteady and drake those are my two man crushes. <laughs> oh, hold on for a second. here we go I'm gonna i appreciate you guys having this conversation and urging people to be the stand-up guy this is a psa the nice guy does not finish last I know a nice guy that married the hot girl and ended up in the top of his company in a beautiful house with a nice family and five figures and savings in his bank account. So, y'all, be the nice guy. It pays off. Be the nice guy. Yeah. You know, here's the thing, though, right? You can't be, to be nice is to, you know, it's about confidence, right? It's about timing. It's about situational awareness. So the alpha, the new alpha, the, the, the modern day alpha, he has to kind of have a certain level of swag and ability to kind of, you know, know his lane, stay stay right in it. And and typically, most men who are successful know it's lonely in your lane. This, to be exceptional is just that, to be the exception. To be outstanding means you stand out. And so the alpha has a certain confidence that says, it's okay that I'm different than most. I got to do it my way. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, and, and, and you can kind of feel that energy. Uh, they, I got to say, though, they're also clear about doing men's things. Uh, you know, I, I, in one of my pictures, I have a, recently I posted, I'm smoking a cigar. That's a man thing to do. I don't give a <laughs> shit if I like the cigars. And I, I find the cigars I like. But smoking. I feel like I'm Schwarzenegger. That's right. Like, you Come can't on, help bro. those sort of things, it's right, man? It's a fucking man thing. <laughs> right. There are some, yeah. there's, there's some things I still absolutely fall into that. And I love being a man's man. That's, that's what it's about. But it, including that is about, for me, uh, one of the really important things about being an alpha male is, is, is being a stand-up guy for your family, teaching your yeah. son how to be respectful, teaching yeah. your daughter how to be a woman, not to take shit from these red pill type of guys, you know, um, having to support. Like, I think that's really about being a stand-up man with integrity. That's really yeah. what it takes to be an alpha male and these days. It's a superpower for sure. Uh, you know, and even, you know, I've gone as far as, you know, even this notion of polyamory, monogamy, I've, I've talked to my wife, you know, I, from the very beginning when we were dating, I've always told her, you know, I am I'm, I'm in polyamory. I believe in monogamy as well. I just think that monogamy has to make sense. 
And if it, if it happens naturally, it happens naturally. But if it, if I know myself now that if I'm not fulfilled and I'm looking for outside energy, first of all, I'm going to be careful about what it is because my family's a priority. But I'm also never. I, I think the I think there's such power in being able to fully explain who you are and saying this is the person that I am. This is what goes on for me. Can you accept it? Do you want to roll with me? You have to sure. trust that 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 your person is going to get it. Now, a lot of people don't do that. We they kind of creep on, like hide themselves. I think that's a fucking major mistake. If you're hiding yourself and you tell me what you think about this rock, this is the thing: they don't know you, and you know they don't know you, right? So how the fuck does either one of you love each other? Yeah, how do you grow? How do you how do you hide that forever? You can't. You can hide it for a while. Yeah. And they do say that right? they do say that people in relationships usually that, that that mask. You know when you know when you first meet someone, you always put your best foot forward. I don't give a fuck what you say, right? You are always trying to impress. Yeah. You're trying to wear your best clothes. Yeah. You're trying to be the best person you are. And you might start dating, and you might start sleeping with each other. And months go by, six months go by. You're still you've you've got comfortable, and you let some of your guard down. Uh, I, I don't believe everyone's always let their full guard down, but you hit about a two-year mark, and those people's masks have come completely off. I really think a person's quite real after that that point yeah. in time. You will fight with each other, you'll fight in front of each other, you'll do whatever uh, you want in front of each other, and that's how you really tell how a person's like. Now, if, if you're talking about people hiding who they really are, um, they can't hide it for that long. They might be able to hide it for even a few years, but it will eventually come out and it will eventually can fuck you over right yeah 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 i you know here's the thing too you know uh honest conversations bring you closer the ones the conversation we're, we're trying to avoid because let's say you say you know i really just am not feeling fulfilled here and i have deep attraction to know maybe your your, your partner can t talk about why and maybe they can say well oh you know i do too maybe we can put some rules to this thing to make it so we can you know make sure we're connected and anchored in with one another but also fulfilled you know who knows where it can fucking go uh, and, you know, not even giving it a shot and trying to go into the dark. That's where shit gets bumpy because it's only cheating if you didn't talk about it. Uh, hold on for a second. Let me pop a bubble here. If it's a breaking of the rules, I should say. Hold, hold on. Let me, let's see. We're going to get through a couple of these. Uh, yeah, do it, do it. Great thoughts out. Uh, you guys talk about red pill and you talk about alpha male. Those seem one and the same to me. Uh, I don't think there is such a, like, I don't know. I'm in here. I'm going to read a little bit more. Much love. Let's go. Do you think there's a difference there? Because I, I don't I don't think they're the same thing. Red pill and alpha male. What, what do you what do you what do you think? I think that I think that um, red pill guys are alpha males too, but I think they're the wrong type of alpha males. So they're still alpha males. It doesn't mean they're good alpha males. I think they're fucking atrocious alpha males. They're arrogant. <laughs> um, I think they're they're too self centered and they definitely lack integrity. And if if I had to put it, there's other alpha males that do have those things. So you put those two types of alpha males up against a woman which one do you think she's going to choose i think she'll just choose she'll choose the one that's more in touch empathetic still an alpha male uh who's got integrity over the other one who's just an asshole but there's some some people just like fucking trouble right there's some chicks that only go for guys that are assholes there's some chicks that only go for guys that are gangsters there's some chicks that only go for guys that are footballers and for whatever reason for their own reasons they're, they're wired that way to do that but I think if you're talking about people, I'm not saying that these people don't have substance. There's something attractive about these bad boy 
um, situations to women for sure. I, I, I don't know what it is in there, but th there's an attraction there for women for that. But it, do they last long term, years down the track, without with that guy still being like that? I think for it to last a long time, that woman has to potentially lack, lack substance. You know. Yeah, so you know, here's the thing, right? Uh, I, I, this, this, you know. When he says red pill and alpha are the same, no. What we're talking about with red pill is an awareness. That's what essentially it was in the Matrix. That's what it is. It's it's an awareness of kind of how what's going on here sociopolitically. Uh, there has been a, a very there's a powerful voice. No matter what, here here's the thing that people mistake: society uh, power has very different uh, dimensions, and and in terms of communication. Uh, in terms of conscientiousness, affected women are extremely powerful. They take up. They may not in an interpersonal interaction. Yeah, maybe men will uh, you know take up more airspace. But in terms of writing, women are pounding out the writing because they have the the consistent discipline to do so. So in this world of social media, women have a very strong voice. We know that, right? We we can see it influencing society in a big way. And and their their resistance, the feminist movement. It has kind of swung in such a way where it's now kind of starting to really have, what we talked about before, a, a misandry as a part of it, like a, a hatred towards men um, that's become a part of it because um, how much of they they've been victimized, and now as a result, they're kind of using some of their oppressed state to victimize men. And I'll talk about what that looks like. It's not the same victimization; it's a different thing. So this concept of mansplaining, for example, right? So any time now, there are, there have been a history of men taking up all the air in the room, right? Talking over women, uh, telling women, you know, what their reality should be. Absolutely, right? There's been that. But now, any time a man has an opinion, he's mansplaining. Any time someone gives a discourse that has, so, he, so, so men's voices are being shut down. That's just one example of the red pill awareness. Is to say, now. Don't let allow your voice because now what I've seen is men are so fearful of being a part of this oppressive, sexist energy that now they're compromising their perspective. Does does that make sense? Yes, it does. It does. Yeah. And and just to swing it around a little bit back to oh, yeah, back to the question though, Doctor P is do do you think that whether it's right or wrong, whether they're, they're the right type or not, do you still think that alpha uh, that the, these red pillar guys are alpha males? In any I, way, I, 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 I just like I think you said it well. The, in in every group of men, there are alphas, but not every in not everyone in 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 the group can be an alpha. There's no way. That's not how it works, right? Sure. That's not. That's, and and my feeling is, if most of the time, it doesn't matter what was going on in the world, an alpha never really would succumb to anybody else's path. So I don't know. I, I think the red pillars are the people who are trying to fight for voice. I get, I get what he's saying. Uh, and so there's a certain, there's a, like, like the alphas will say, "Hey, no, this is the way. I will not be misled by popular demand." And I, I think that that is true. But I think if you don't, if you don't have that going on for you already, I don't think you're an alpha. Sure. That yeah, makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. If I like the way you put that, and I'm a little yeah. concerned because it's a friend or two of mine that I know that are starting to take that track, and yeah. asked me what I thought about it, and I and I told them my thoughts about this track, which I don't believe 
the way that the path of this red pill thing is good. Yeah. However, I'm not there to tell them, don't do it. I just told them I wouldn't do it. Um, but they're still proceeding with it and seeming to be happy to be almost swallowed up into this cult. Yeah. And I can see that the, per the person that's leading them, and I'm not saying it's the person on this app either, it's somebody else, um, is particularly like an alpha male to that group of males, but really throw him into a group of Come on. The real the real kind that's of alpha the, males and he'll be crushed. That's, you know what I mean? that's what I'm talking about. He'd be crushed. That's yeah. what the fuck I'm talking about. And 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 there's no thing I can't really put my finger on or how to explain that shit. I just know it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And, and that's the thing that is these are intellectualizations. This alpha state is not an intellectual thing. It's not something to be described. It's something to be experienced. You know what I'm saying? And we're trying yeah, to put words to capture it. But the reality is, a lot of these guys, I can feel it when they're talking. I'm like, yo, you're weak, bro. You're weak. <laughs> if you if you yeah. gotta if you have to stand, if you can only be strong by pushing someone down, you're fucking weak. I agree. You're fucking weak. <laughs> the yeah, strongest of men, the strongest of men lift while they climb. They do that, and 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 I, I noticed that they're they're the real they're the real leaders. They bring crowds of people with them. They build those communities. They have people surrounding them, and they will acknowledge that the people around them are what helps push them to their successes. And what that's what helps them become a leader and helps them become alpha because of the good people around them that they've built together. You know, not suppressing people to try and push yourself up, stepping on people. That's bullshit. That's beautiful, bro. I mean, that's real. I'm so glad. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, I could, I have all these thoughts in me. But there's nothing like being on stereo. They fucking bring it out. These conversations are, are they, there's nothing like it, bro. I've done wisdom. I've done the other platforms. I've done, and and yeah, I can sit in my own fucking echo, but I don't even know where the, the pertinent questions are because I'm only bouncing off what I'm thinking about. And then when that guy comes in with that question, what a fucking question. What a question. Is it the same fucking thing? What a question. Let me tell you this, and this is why Socrates surrounded himself in the way, in fellowship the way it is, and I believe in the Socratic method. The questions, man, that's what pushes the thought. My, I, I call, and I never told anybody this. Uh, this is the first time I'm saying this on stereo. The reason why I said ask Dr. Pete is not because I want you to come in and give advice. That, I, I've never, I say it all the time, I'm not here to give advice. It's because the questions push the thinking. That's what you ask yourself the right questions in your life. You will become more of a person. It's all about the questions you have to ask yourself. If you don't have the answer, you're not asking the right question. You're not having the life that you want. You ask yourself some questions. What am I up to? Who have I been being? These questions that come up naturally from folks, it pushes your thinking. It pushes the conversation to a critical point. I love it. Love it. Anyway, thank you guys for hanging out with us. You guys mean so much to me. Um, I love these stereo conversations. Rock, I'm loving this conversation with you, man. I can't wait to start to do Friday Night's The Cigar Bar yeah, with Rock Steady on Friday nights. Yo, we're going to oh, be yeah. This is Dr. Pete, and you've been tripping with Dr. Pete. For the full show, please listen to us live on Stereo, or you can listen to playbacks on YouTube, Anchor, and Spotify. Thanks so much for tuning in. Until next time, huh? Peace.